Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hey, parents. You're listening to the Project Parenthood Podcast. I'm your host... Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. Each week, I'll introduce you to the same respectful parenting practices that I use to help parents repair and deepen connections with their children. You'll get tips for cultivating more parental self-compassion, more cooperation from your kids, and more joy, peace, and resilience in your relationship with them. Each week, I'll introduce you to the same respectful parenting practices that I use to help parents repair and deepen connections with their children. You'll get tips for cultivating more parental self-compassion, more cooperation from your kids, and more joy, peace, and resilience in your relationship with them. In today's episode, I'm talking about managing fighting between siblings. Stick around till the end to learn about what to do in the aftermath of physical altercations between siblings when you weren't there to witness what happened. You knew that bringing home a second child would be hard, but you were completely unprepared for the level of conflict you're dealing with on a daily basis. You want them to be close and supportive of one another, but it's like every time you turn around, someone's bonking someone else or trying to best the other in some ludicrously petty way. There's constant bickering and name-calling and hurt feelings and crying and whining and complaining, except for those rare moments where they get along so well you wonder what's wrong with them. It's all attack and counterattack and repeat. It's a tale as old as time. And though it's true that siblings will definitely have conflict, it doesn't have to be damaging. In fact, with some help, that conflict can also help them learn to live together peacefully, despite their differences. Adele Faber and Elaine Maslish, authors of the book Siblings Without Rivalry, How to Help Your Children Live Together So You Can Live Too, suggests that a sibling relationship, when facilitated by parents who act as guides, rather than referees, is one where even if they don't turn out to be best friends with each other in adulthood, they will at least have learned to be a friend and make a friend. The first rule of sibling fights is to stay out of sibling fights. Start with the underlying rule that in your home, there's no hurting anyone physically or emotionally. After that, unless it's a matter of health, emotional or physical safety, getting involved in your kids' disputes is unhelpful and can potentially escalate sibling conflict. There's no winning here. If you settle all of the disagreements, 
Not only do they come to rely on you, but they also don't learn to manage these issues on their own. And when you side with one over another, one person must be the loser. And you run the risk of that sibling's resentment fueling even more bad blood between them. So that's the second rule. Don't take sides. Have faith that fairness can prevail. The third rule of sibling fights is to show confidence. Show that you believe they have the ability to manage the situation on their own. When your kids bring you a problem between them that they want you to solve for them, first acknowledge their anger at each other. Then listen to each sibling's side and reflect back your understanding of the issue. Let them know you get how difficult the problem is and that you also have faith that they can figure this out by themselves. It could sound something like, wow, you're so angry at each other right now. So let me get this straight. Jamie wants the last bagel and Avery is saying that they called it this morning so they should have it. Siblings, yeah, so who should get it? You. This is a really tough one, folks. You both want this bagel. I'm sure you can figure out a solution that's fair to both of you. Also you. Walking away. Of course, there will be times when they just absolutely cannot come to a decision. In those cases, make the decision for now, but let them know you don't like having to do that. And ultimately, you all need to sit down later and figure out a solution together. When to intervene in sibling fights. As much as possible, it's ideal to let siblings work out their problems themselves. At the same time, it's also important to be available when they really need help navigating a major breakdown in communication. Faber and Maslisch offer a handy rubric for figuring out when to stay out of fights and when to step in. You'll always need to step in when any child is abusing another child verbally or physically, when sibling fights are disrupting your whole household, and when sibling conflicts are occurring repeatedly and collaborating on solutions just isn't working. So first there's level one, which is common bickering. When that occurs, just ignore it. Remind yourself that they're practicing conflict resolution. And here's a pro tip. Invest in some earplugs if this really gets to you, this bickering. It really turns down the sensory impact of the developmentally normal loudness of children. Hey, everybody. It's Rob Lowe here. If you haven't heard, I have a podcast that's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And basically, it's conversations I've had that really make you feel like you're pulling up a chair at an intimate dinner between myself and people that I admire, like Aaron Sorkin or... Tiffany Haddish, Demi Moore, Chris Pratt, Michael J. Fox. There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. 
The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Level two is heated escalation. At this level, they might need some parental help. So ask them, can you work this out yourselves or do you need some help? If they indicate that help is needed, assist them in framing the issue. Acknowledge each child's feelings, reflect back their perspectives as you understand it, validate how difficult the issue is, and express confidence that they can find a fair solution. Walk away. Level three, now you're at potentially dangerous conflict. If you're able to block them or stop someone from hitting, also say, whoa, you look really angry. I can't let you hit your sister. Instead of hitting, can you tell her how you feel or what you'd like from her? Or ask them, is this a play fight or a real fight? If it's a play fight, you might say something like, carry on. Remember, if someone says stop with their voice, their body, their words, or their face, or isn't having fun anymore, that means you have to stop right away. If it's a real fight, you're at level four. Level four is definite danger. First, describe the scene you see and let the probable emotions involved out loud. I see two angry kids hitting each other. Then set the limit. I won't let you hurt each other. Separate the children immediately. Kamali, to your room to cool off. Maya, you cool off here in the den. When everyone's calm again, we can talk about this. During a later calm moment, acknowledge each child's feelings and perspective, reflect back your understanding of the issues, and facilitate them collaborating on a fair solution. What can you do after siblings hurt each other? So often you won't be around to see how the conflict occurred. You hear a commotion in the other room, and by the time you get there, one child is crying, and the other child is desperately yell-explaining why the crying child had it coming. You might be incredibly angry with the perpetrating child, but take a deep breath and press pause on that right now. Right now, give the crying child the comfort they need to come back to equilibrium. Once the quote-unquote victim is calm to some extent, return to your other child and let them tell you their side of the conflict. Remember to reflect feelings and add de-escalating statements like, I see. Tell me more about that rather than inserting your own judgments and opinions. Challenge yourself. For the next 30 days, focus on rules one to three. Stay out of as many sibling fights as possible. Don't take sides and show confidence that they can work it out together. Let me know how it goes. Remember that no strategies are going to work every time for every kid. Your child's different periods of development means that they're going to have fluctuating desires to be close or distant from their sibling. They're going to go back and forth. It's also tempting to chastise yourself for not getting the suggestions I've offered here exactly right during conflicts with siblings, but resist that. In parenting, conflicts will come up again and again. You'll always get another chance to practice. Encouraging sibling harmony involves being able to regulate your own feelings as a parent, and then helping your kids with theirs. 
doubling down on patience and compassion and keeping in mind that sibling conflict can be an opportunity to help them learn how to cohabitate, even though everyone's so different. How you're relating with them and teaching them to relate with each other is a gift you can give them that will keep on giving. So try to emotionally divest in the daily ups and downs of your kids' relationship. Stop worrying about them being friends someday and think about the values you'd like to instill in them that they'll need in any relationship that matters to them. They'll need to be able to listen to another person, respect another person's perspective, and be able to work collaboratively to find solutions to conflicts. Instead of holding out for the time when they're besties, just try to give them the tools they'll need to make a bestie and be one. I hope that's helpful. You can learn more about my work with parents at www.brooklynparenttherapy.com and on Instagram at BKParents. That's B-K-P-A-R-E-N-T-S. If you have more questions about sibling fights or any other parenting questions or stories, leave me a message at 646-926-3243. And be sure to let me know if it's okay to use your voice on the show. Or send an email to parenthood at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Project Parenthood on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Catch you next week. Project Parenthood is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcasting and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Brendan Pika. That's all for this episode. Catch you next week. Hey, everybody. It's Rob Lowe here. If you haven't heard, I have a podcast that's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And basically, it's conversations I've had that really make you feel like you're pulling up a chair at an intimate dinner between myself and people that I admire, like Aaron Sorkin or Tiffany Haddish, Demi Moore, Chris Pratt, Michael J. Fox. There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.